gold standard. Welcome to the Dr. Hedberg Show for cutting-edge practical health information. For the latest articles, videos, and podcasts, visit drhedberg.com. That's D-R-H-E-D-B-E-R-G.com. The information in this show is intended for educational purposes only. Always consult your healthcare professional before attempting anything recommended in this program. And now, here's Dr. Hedberg. Well, welcome everyone to the Dr. Hedberg Show. This is Dr. Hedberg, and today I'm going to be talking about the link between dairy and Hashimoto's disease. So most of you who have Hashimoto's disease are probably already avoiding dairy, but I'm going to cover some research today that will explain why it's a good idea to avoid dairy, not only if you have Hashimoto's disease, but also if you have just hypothyroidism and you're taking thyroid medication. So let me just give you a little background on on lactose intolerance. Most of you pretty much probably know what that is. It's in certain individuals lack the enzyme that breaks down lactose and that causes lactose intolerance. So it's not really digested and it's not absorbed. So it accumulates in the intestine. This causes bacterial overgrowth and gas and it damages the intestinal villi. So those villi are those finger-like structures in the intestinal wall. And that's even more problematic in Hashimoto's disease uh, because there's usually gut issues with Hashimoto. So it's a compounding factor. And what we'll talk about a little bit later is how this can actually impair the absorption of thyroid medication. So the first paper, this was published in the journal Endocrine in 2014. It was called Decrease in TSH Levels After Lactose Restriction in Hashimoto's Thyroiditis Patients with Lactose Intolerance. So they wanted to look at the, the frequency of lactose intolerance in patients with hypothyroidism and to examine the effects of lactose restriction on thyroid function in Hashimoto's patients who had lactose intolerance. So this was 83 patients with Hashimoto's disease, and they were taking uh, thyroxine, so levothyroxine, like Synthroid, and they did lactose intolerance tests. And they found that 75% of those patients with Hashimoto's disease were positive for lactose intolerance. So quite, it was very frequent in that particular population. And so the 83 patients, so they were split into two groups. One group had 63 patients with lactose intolerance. And then the remaining 20 patients had no lactose intolerance. So they were, both groups were put on a dairy-restricted diet. And the thyroid medication was taken while fasting. The subjects had to wait one hour before they could eat. And they measured TSH, free T4, calcium, and parathyroid hormone. So the thyroid has uh, these little tiny glands called the parathyroid glands that just kind of sit on the outside of the thyroid gland, and they regulate calcium. And so that's why they measured that 
as well as calcium in the blood. So this lasted eight weeks, and they found that the, the level of TSH significantly decreased in both patient in both groups um excuse me the the there were euthyroid which means somewhat normal thyroid and then subclinical hypothyroid patients with lactose intolerance both of those um groups had a decrease in TSH following the dairy restricted diet now what was notable was that the level of TSH in patients without lactose intolerance did not change at all over the eight-week period. So you had to have lactose intolerance plus a dairy-free diet to see the improvement in the TSH. There was no change in parathyroid hormone, free T4, and calcium. So what's the real significance there of the TSH levels dropping in the lactose intolerant group? So the authors talked about how restricting dairy products, um, they were able to demonstrate that this restriction, it allows the small intestine to absorb the thyroid medication much, much better than it was before. And so that reduced the need for higher or even increasing doses of thyroid medication. So the other implication is that lactose intolerance, it really needs to be considered in hypothyroid patients who have experienced the need to increase their thyroid medication dose and those who had irregular TSH levels and or those who are resistant to T4 treatment um, should, be, should be avoiding dairy because it has such a strong effect on the absorption of the medication. So the researchers, they, they kind of concluded that, you know, restricting dairy, it's, it's very beneficial if you have Hashimoto's disease, especially if you're on a thyroid medication, like, and they do list a number of, of medications, whether it's Armour Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, NP thyroid, synthroid, levoxyl, or just any of the thyroid medications. So this is really the first uh, study ever ever published on this. And the authors conclude that a dairy-free diet led to a decrease in the TSH level without the need for alteration in the levothyroxine medication dose. A few weaknesses, so the sample size was pretty small, just, you know, 38 in the lactose intolerant group and 12 control patients. Limited duration, it was only eight weeks. So the thyroid medication also contained lactose. So it's interesting to note that even the authors state this, if the lactose-free thyroid medication were available, the results of the study would have been even more dramatic in demonstrating the beneficial effects of restricting dairy in those with Hashimoto's. So the authors do actually state that, that that's important. So taken as a whole, though, the whole, this study is pretty remarkable in what they found. And this, the real significant implication 
according to the authors at least, is that by lowering the TSH, it may actually decrease the need for thyroid medication. And furthermore, the researchers showed that in the case of hypothyroid patients with higher uh, T4 medication, irregular TSH levels and a resistance to thyroid medication treatments, lactose intolerance should be considered uh, while working with these types of patients. So that's, that's the first study. And then the second study is how dairy affects the absorption of thyroid medication. So there was another study on this, interestingly, the same year, the Journal of Endo Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism in 2014. This paper was called Systematic Appraisal of Lactose Intolerance as a Cause of Increased Need for Oral Thyroxine. So they wanted to assess the replacement T4 dose required in hypothyroid patients with lactose intolerance. So 49 patients with Hashimoto's disease were recruited, 48 male, females, one male. All of them had lactose intolerance. And they tested free T4, TSH, and the anti-TPO antibody, thyroid peroxidase antibody. So they all took their thyroid medication fasting first thing in the morning, and then they waited one hour before they could eat or drink. And all the patients were treated with a similar T4 dose to try and obtain the same target TSH. And that's so interesting because they even note that the target TSH is 0.5 to 2.5 in this study. Yet our labs, LabCorp, Quest, the higher, the upper end of the TSH is still around 4, 4.5, even though we know 0.5 to 2.5 is, is the real target that we're looking for. So they found that in the control group, the TSH was obtained in all the patients. And in the patients with lactose intolerance, only five out of the 34 patients reached the expected TSH level. And so that was in about four to five plus or minus two months is what they noted. And they also noted that the remaining the 29 lactose intolerant patients that failed to achieve this target TSH despite a higher uh, T4 dose. And they finally did reach the point of, quote, pharmacological thyroid homeostasis at a median dose, uh, T4 dose. It was 1.81 grams per kilogram per day. So very small number actually improved their TSH with a higher dose if they had lactose intolerance. So in the 23 patients with lactose intolerance, uh, this, dose, it, this dose is significantly higher when compared with that observed in the control group. It also is different from the one measured in those patients with lactose intolerance. 
So what was observed by the research was that the dose of T4 required to reach the target TSH was higher in hypothyroid patients who had both Hashimoto's disease and lactose intolerance than in the patients with just Hashimoto's disease. So in hypothyroid patients with lactose intolerance, the T4 dose had to be increased by almost one-third to obtain the therapeutic goal. Additionally, the presence of Hashimoto's lactose intolerance plus further GI disorders, further symptoms, almost doubled the increase of the T4. So the authors do point out that there were five patients with lactose intolerance who did not show decreased T4 absorption. And they couldn't really explain that other than, you know, the the results are different in certain individuals and their degree of lactose intolerance. And then there's the co-ingestion of other foods they might have been eating, the residual lactase activity. And there's, they talk about the unique gut microbiota composition of each of those patients. So those five might have just their degree of intolerance could have been less. They could have had healthier gut microflora. We don't really know for sure, but the, that's how they explain uh, this particular study. Now, from a practical standpoint, the researchers do point out how adhering to a lactose-free diet could really be a challenge because lactose is added as a preservative in many foods and in medications, including thyroid replacement, which is just so interesting that they put lactose in thyroid medication. Um, yet we know that <laughs> that uh, some people are going to have much, much more difficulty absorbing it. So the authors conclude in the second study that lactose intolerance significantly increased the need for oral T4 and hypothyroid patients And they point out that when doses of medication start fluctuating, it is prudent for doctors to suspect unrecognized lactose intolerance in hypothyroid patients. Now, how many doctors do you think are really actually doing that? I don't think anyone is. So so these studies, both of these studies, they've definitely revealed that for Hashimoto's disease, restricting dairy in the diet may help with one's treatment by lowering TSH, enhancing absorption of whatever thyroid medication you are taking. And this does preclude the potential for fluctuating TSH levels and lower circulating levels of thyroid hormone in the body, depending on how much dairy a Hashimoto's patient has consumed from one day to the next So with a higher TSH and lower levels of thyroid hormone, patients would need to modify that dose of thyroid medication due to malabsorption from lactose intolerance. But ultimately, you know, the diet that you follow, that's an individual choice. But the studies today that we talked about, they do point to a restriction of dairy as something to consider given this high prevalence of lactose intolerance in those with Hashimoto's disease and how that affects thyroid uh, hormone absorption. Now, if you have Hashimoto's, you may have already followed a paleo diet or autoimmune paleo diet or other type of diet that is low in dairy anyway, or that just completely eliminates dairy. So you don't really even have to worry about this. 
But if you haven't gotten rid of dairy yet and you're still having issues with your thyroid and your Hashimoto's and you're just getting your medication right, this could be the missing link. And then, of course, we also would tie in gluten because a lot of people with gluten intolerance are also intolerant to dairy. Those two tend to go hand in hand quite a bit. And so we'll usually start there with with most patients just restricting gluten, dairy, and sugar just so it's not too overwhelming uh, in the beginning. And that'll rapidly start to repair the gut lining and reduce inflammation in the gut. So everything just starts to, to absorb much better. So I'll put, uh, I have links to this study on drhedberg.com where I post uh, this particular podcast if you want to look at these studies. And I link to some other studies as well that, that tie in with, with these studies as well. And I go into a little bit further discussion about lactose intolerance and thyroid physiology as well. Uh, so you can find that in the articles section or my podcast section on drhedberg.com. So check that out. And if you know anyone who's struggling with their medication dose, share this with them so they can see how important it is to get off, potentially get off of dairy to get things normalized. All right, well, this is Dr. Hedberg. Take care, and I will talk to you next time. If you enjoy the Dr. Hedberg Show, you can support it by sharing each episode on your social media channels, like Facebook, and by leaving a review on iTunes. Please visit drhedberg.com. That's D-R-H-E-D-B-E-R-G.com to access the show notes and resources for today's episode.